The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Okay, we've got some music to start this fabulous football Friday. Go! Games not till Monday. Grand entrance for Everson Walls, who is not in the studio right now. Now that should get you fired up for playoff football, super wild card football on Monday night. And we did that on Friday because we're making our picks on Friday because... Mickey Spagnola will be in Tampa, Florida on Monday, and uh, the fines will be distributed at that time. Uh, <laughs> as Everson Walls, Everson, you missed you missed Stampede, and you came stampeding into I the SWBC did. podcast studio. I thought you it have was to forgive me. Time. I was on the. Uh, uh, Irving Fryer podcast. Oh. I was just up in the parking lot. I told him you gotta let me go so I can get down here. So he let me go early. Where's he doing a podcast from? Uh, he's doing from Philly. Oh, so oh. he says, uh, hey, uh, if there's a possibility that uh, the Cowboys and Eagles could play, and I interrupted him and said, and we're gonna kick y'all's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told him. So I left him with that. Now he didn't play there, did he? He played in Philly. Did he? Yeah. He played, wait, Boston? Was it New England, right? Yeah, with New England. Yeah. Philly. It used to be the Boston Patriots. Yeah, yeah, right. Before my time. I remember that, by the way. <laughs> it wasn't you know, before you know Mickey's what? time. <laughs> you know, wait a minute. Coach, Coach Joe, that's where he played. Yeah. He played for the Boston mm-hmm. Patriots. I didn't know that. Yeah. Fenway Park, I believe. That's right. They I, did I play. Have, anyway, the, yes, he did play for Philly, nineteen ninety six through ninety eight. Irving Fryer played for the Eagles. Huh. Former number one overall draft yes. pick of the New England Patriots in nineteen eighty four out of Nebraska. He was up for the Hall of Fame, uh, but didn't make it. I think it was. I don't, I don't know if it was modern day or not. I don't think it. Maybe it was modern day, but he was up for it. Didn't make it. Was that when? This is like like the last couple of years. No, 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 no. I meant eighty four. Was that Fairbanks? No. Well, well, the Patriots. Who was coaching? Oh, oh, coaching eighty four. I think it was Ron Meyer or Meyer. I think it might be Ron Meyer. All right, I'll have that for you shortly. But let's kick off the show, Mickey, yes. with something from your legal pad. In the meantime, well, let's go over the <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. injury, the injury update. Right, uh, Mike McCarthy said. Well, uh, Tyron Smith ended up on the injury report yesterday. Okay, uh, with a knee. Um, sounds like it was a uh, just a tweak or whatever. He was limited and. Uh, McCarthy said today that he should be good to go. Good to go. That's it's their uh, day go. to have padded practice today. Uh, he thought that Tyler Biotish uh, 
was good yesterday, but mm-hmm. again in pads. Uh, he said this will be a big day for him, but everything looked good yesterday. And Xavier Rhodes, who we got a chance to talk to in the locker room yesterday, Alrighty. somebody I was asking him, uh, you know, uh, are you good? Can you play? And he goes, well, if I wasn't, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> Spoken like a true veteran. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so they, he felt like, yeah, whatever they ask of him, he feels like he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCarthy also said, since this is our padded practice, this will be a big day for him also. So it didn't seem like he was worried about uh, anything else. And I've been, I've been told that Sam Williams took care of whatever he needed to do with the Frisco uh, PD right. and that he will he, he's at he'll be at practice and is available to play on Monday. Excellent. And the head coach of the New England Patriots in 1984, when Irving Fryer was drafted number one overall, was Ron Meyer, mm-hmm. Ron and he Meyer. was fired at midseason, replaced <laughs> by a Hall of Famer, Raymond Berry. Oh, became I the head that. coach yes. midway through that 1984 so season. So when was when was uh, Fairbanks Coach would have Fairbanks. been. Let After me go that? back. I'm gonna. Go, it's got to be before that. No, before yeah, Ron, that. Ron yeah. Meyer was coaching. I think. In oh, 80, wait. When I came into the league. See, Ron Maybe Earhart wait. was there in '81. I'm going back, going back, going it back. It would have been early '70s. Yeah, it was early '70s. He was with it. OU and then OU Colorado. And then Colorado. No, I thought it was OU. Fairbanks. Um, he went from Colorado to New England. It's a 1977. Fairbanks was the head coach of the Patriots through, uh, and he was That's let go uh, late in the '78 season. Right. So, anyway, there you go. Here's your New England Patriots trivia, and they are not in the playoffs this year. They aren't. That's right. Is it because Tom Brady's with Tampa Bay? Well, yeah, that has something to do with it, which brings us back to the yes. task at hand. And um, and it sounded like the Bucks uh, they completed all their padded practices in the regular season. So no, I think you get an. Oh, extra. you get an extra in the in the postseason. I think okay. you get an extra. The, you get one. One. Okay. Per week. I think. Yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, I meant to ask. Uh, Mike, when he walked off and he got away from me, so I didn't get to verify that. But I think that's what it is. So today's their padded practice. Um, also, from you know the injury report, you know the the center may not make it in this game. Uh, Haynes, is it Haynesy? Robert Haynesy. Yeah. So that means they got to move to do a little line dance there with Leverett. Nick Leverett out of Rice. Very good, Bill. And so, and the other guy, college free agent in 2020, who has been almost, starting for at guard. It uh, almost for sounded like you're, you're perturbing uh, Spagnola, man. Uh-huh. And then information. I have a habit of And then that. actually, the guy, the guy that would take Leverett's spot. I, I think uh, you do have the uh-huh. habit of doing that. Yeah, has been limited. Um, okay, we'll see if you got this one down. Uh-huh. Mulshan, Mulcon. John Mulshan. Mulshan. Uh, he would be have to jump in. A lot in of illegal motion. Motion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, wait. What school is he from? Ah, no, too late. All you know, right. yeah, I'm going to say probably one of the Frisco high schools. Right, He's right, out of Cincinnati <laughs> Moeller, but I want to say Michigan, but I may be way off on that, mm. uh, and I don't have it written down in my voluminous notebook. All right, um, but. Otherwise, on their offensive line, they're getting healthier. Mm. Hainsey got hurt in their last game. He was only in there for like 16 snaps their last game. 
Boise State. But Boise did, State. Like I said, John Mulchin <laughs> is from Boise. So <laughs> wait, Las Vegas, Nevada. So you're saying that when he got hurt, I mean, did he just leave or did he get hurt in the game? We're talking about. He him. left the game. He and, and they were resting some players, but he did come out of the game hamstring. with an injury. Hamstring. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hard to diagnose that. And he's been lim- lim- limited, so we'll see yeah, what that's, happens. That doesn't sound but you got an extra day. Yeah, that doesn't sound like he's he was hurt. They're not. They're, no. they're not. We'll yeah, see he, what happens. That was another re- resting situation right there. Yeah, and they had issues on their offensive line from the get-go this season with injuries, and they had uh, Ali Marpet retired in the offseason. They were replacing him. Um <clears throat> And so, and, and, and only, Ryan Jensen is their guy that has been their veteran right. center who got hurt in a preseason. I mean, I think had. if I remember from the season opener, the only offensive lineman they had in place from the year before was uh, Donovan Smith, the offensive And tackle. Tristan Warps at right tackle. Yeah. But there's a two time Pro Bowler now. Yeah. But they still ran on us. They ran on us very well. They did. They did. The only team in the league that they ran against this year <laughs> is the first game but of the year. But they <laughs> sacked Tom Brady, I believe, twice. Yes. Micah. Micah had one and a half of them. Mm-hmm. Was that right? Or he had both of them. Let's go. Let's go with both. I think both. Because yeah. he was yeah. he was averaging two two a game. Well, every time he'd get one, he'd get two. Mm, yeah. He'd never just get one. Would you like to clean up the mess that was left yesterday in regards to the season opener in 2021 when Tampa Bay came back to beat Dallas 31 to 29? Yeah, I was glad you found that. Everson asked Man, a question yeah, that, uh, that, that uh, there was, and we couldn't recall exactly what the play was, but there was some controversial push off or something at the end of that game. And sure enough, I went back on NFL Plus and looked at that end of that game. Because I can't sign on to mine. You can't? What's wrong? I just. They, they said they fixed it, and every time I try to oh, sign okay. on, they want me to pay. You pay your but it was on that. They want me got to pay off, Chris. Cowboys, got off. Cowboys kicked a field goal to go up 29-28, as you all recall. And uh, then Brady brought the Bucks down the field, and it was about at the 45-43 yard line with crucial, 20 seconds left in the game. The crucial part of the yep. field. And I, I Back shoulder that, I to of, Chris mm-hmm, Godwin. Mm-hmm. He pushed off on Jordan Lewis. That put him in Dallas field goal range. Clearly shoot. a push. Clearly a push. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, I, he shoved him down. It, it was clearly a push. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think that's what I was looking at. I didn't have a vision of a flag either way, mm-hmm. but I know that I knew that something happened with a PI. Yeah, you said and, uh, pass interference. Yeah. I'm looking for pass, pass interference. Yeah, it wasn't on there. There was nothing there. It, it wasn't called. Yeah. It was not called. So therefore, and even the exist. guy that was analyzing the game, when he got to look at it again, he goes, that was Chris. That and by the way, he was a wide receiver too in the yes, league. Yes, that was Chris, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, he right. said, "Oh, that's that was pass interference." <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. He obvious. shoved him down. It was pretty obvious to see, and that's when that's when you know that the referees they read as well. You know, they know who's who. They know the reputations, and they are, I think, influenced at times by the goat. The, well, or even the goat less. Well, uh-huh. so, you want me to uh, tell you about influence? Did hmm. you guys watch the Mavericks game last night? I did. I thought I was watching WWE. <laughs> it was like a wrestling Man, match. Man, they were going at it the whole game. Huh? Yes, it was a, it was a hell of a game. I saw I saw it. Hell of a game. LeBron James, the big bully he is. <laughs> 
he, he barrels over everybody, right? And somebody hits him with an elbow, and he goes flopping like he's in soccer. It's like, give me a break. I, well, I happen to be a LeBron James fan, but I'm also a, a, a Luca fan. And both of them were out there crying like babies the whole night. But he's so big. Okay, that doesn't mean that yes, he, it does. He, cried, I, he should cry less. They can't hurt Luca him. Luca is just as big as he is. No, I don't think so. Luca is a big dude. Have you not seen him? He is huge. He lost weight to still be huge. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> after the game, after the game, mm-hmm. I'm not hugging Westbrook, by the way. Yeah, now I'm that's Luka. the guy that was going crazy. That's the one that was going he, crazy. You're talking about LeBron. He, he just sideswiped Luca. Not just, just not ran he, into him on purpose. He ran into him even after the, the ball was being taken out. And again. Yeah, just boom. Just And then they're hugging afterwards. I said I'd be <laughs> duh, 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 if I would hug him. Oh, man. What's well, anyway, a few people done? out here you won't I'm hug. Done. You're done? <laughs> yes, sorry. Okay. Was that a mix shot? That was. Yeah, it's too late. You know, it's been a while since we've had the mix shot well, sounder. And it the worst- can't be because of the Mavericks, though. No. That's right. And the worst part was, is I stayed up to watch it, and it was a good game. Double overtime. I couldn't go to sleep. It was midnight Mm -hmm. before the game was was fun, though. Good game. But yes, to the point that uh, Tampa got a call. Yes, in that situation, Mm -hmm. and it resulted in a last-second field goal. Tampa got a reprieve. They didn't get a call. They got a no call, Mm -hmm. and uh, that could have made the difference. If you take away that that pass and then you you put in you put on ten yards on that, so they're back at the Cowboys. They were at the Dallas. Uh, for, what did I say? Forty two. Mm-hmm. That would have knocked them back to the their own forty eight. Their own forty eight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then they couldn't have sat there and went. Uh, and that was with 20 seconds left. They would have been facing second and 20. It was 18 seconds left on the next snap. Yeah. And, That's a tough and, one. And then he just That's threw three complete passes to three incomplete, incomplete yeah. to burn the clock, get mm-hmm. it down to 07 before Suckup hit the And field. otherwise, you, you, he wouldn't, those three passes. They got the play. Yes, they have to count. There are people in Tampa listening, <laughs> down, and they're saying, no, Brady facing second and 20 at his own 48, he would he complete a pass. <laughs> still would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. there is well, merit to that. There is merit to that. That does not mean That's it right. is going to That's be. That's why a, yesterday I said, you asked what the X factor in this game is I said Tom Brady is the X factor and it's not and obviously Tom Brady you don't normally consider the quarterback to be the but it's those (laughs) moments and we saw it this season where they haven't played very well the entire game and and there are a couple of times late in the season where he pulls out a victory somehow uh, after a horrid performance for their offense. Most time he does not need help. Mm -hmm. That particular day he got help. Just need to be up by nine with a minute to go if he's got the ball in his hands. You know, I I, I remember back. To, yeah, don't be up by eight because no, you no, get the touchdown no, and the two-point no, conversion. Nine. I go back to when Everson and the Giants beat uh, San Francisco uh, for that NFC tile game. 15-13? It was 15-13, and I remember writing that the key to this game was at the end – the ball was not in Joe Montana's hand. Mm-mm. No, Joe couldn't even feel his hands. Right? <laughs> At that time, he couldn't even feel his hands. He was on the bench. So we had just knocked him out of the game. Yeah. Leonard Marshall. So, yeah, we went there with Steve you, Young. You didn't want him in the game. Mm-hmm. At the end. You guys had the ball, if I remember, mm-hmm. at the end. 
And that was the key. That was it. We you it. wouldn't be confident in um, the Bucks' chances against the Cowboys if your guy uh, Blaine Gabbert was in the game at the end? <laughs> or Missouri Tiger? Or who was the Kyle other? Trask is their other Trask quarterback. Trask finished it off. I would rather take my chances with, the, with that. Yeah. <laughs> and see, being the defensive, defensive player, you know, uh, statements like this are, are insulting. They really are. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, we gave it up to Joe Montana. Yes, we did. Gave it up to Joe Theismann uh, the, the year after that. Yes, we did. But I'm not going to go into a game thinking, oh, here we go. I, you just don't. You cannot think that. Right. Because once you start thinking that, then you play like that. And so if, as an individual, you, you really can't think like that. As, if you think like that as a team, then you're infected. Speaking of, of uh, the thinking of the team going into this week, coming off the loss – and the way the team performed on offense and special teams, especially against Washington, if you're the head coach of this team, how are you? Um, what, what's your message to the team this week? Getting, you know, we talked yesterday about 30 years ago when the Cowboys are going to the playoffs in '92, which was their first Super Bowl season of the '90s, and uh, Jimmy cut Kervin Richards after the last game of oh, the regular man. season. Oh, team was man. playing very well going into that playoffs, and that was a and that was. Uh, getting the team's attention in a different way because, okay, there was one negative play that happened in the fourth quarter, but Jimmy's making sure that, no, we got to be on our, you know. Uh, What about coming out of this game? But what about this this year coming off the performance they had, but also coming off what happened over the last half of the season? What is your motivational theme or message to the team going into this game? The game plan. The game plan itself has to be something that inspires. You know, you, you, you as coaches have to show that you're putting your effort into this as well. We're not just rolling it out like we used to. We're not coming up with the same, necessarily the same game plan. We're not changing it too much, but there's going to be an emphasis on certain things in this game plan to where the players are going to say, that's the point. Yeah, that's that's one of the issues right there. So Take Mac- care of that. McCarthy's philosophy on that was we'll watch it on Monday and we're burning the tape. Mm-hmm. And we're going to take into account the body of work over the entire season. The reason, the reason I was asking the question, I taped the coaches' show last night, and my, exactly my, what I said. My preface <laughs> to asking about the offense was over a nine-game stretch after Dak came back, your offense is averaging 36 points a game, leading the league in so many categories, and and, and yet yeah, the interception issue, where do you view your offense now going into the playoffs? And he laughed and said, oh, so there's some positive things about the offense? You, you found some positive <laughs> notes about the offense? It's All amazing. I'm hearing about is, is how bad our offense it's is. It's amazing. And so it I'm really thinking, is amazing. I'm thinking – he is telling that team mm-hmm. just what Mickey said there that hey it's the so he got the, asked the it, reason you're here is because what you did over the season he got asked it again uh-huh. and he said the biggest, about the interceptions the biggest thing is you got to look at the whole picture you got to look at the productivity too so you don't sit there and tell Dak oh you did this this and this because if you look at the season he's had overall with the product of the offense oh in those nine games when Dak was came back during that stretch we were averaging 36 points a game and so I think that's kind of the way uh 
And, and how would yet. the how would the quote unquote master motivator from the '90s approach this? He would do the exact same thing. Yeah, and and he went yeah. on to say, and he says what you don't want to do, and, and he said it's it's any player if you play 30 plays, and you had two bad plays, well, 28 plays were real good. Yeah. And he said, we don't want to lose what we're doing on the uh, on the other plays, right? No doubt. Not just those two plays. Don't throw out the baby with the bathroom. Right. Isn't yeah. that how they say it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how they say and, it. And uh, I thought it was a pretty good philosophy. And after the break, I'll tell you what his philosophy is on all this history that this of failure that this team is facing. <laughs> 30 years worth of failure, right? Yes. Going back to the last road playoff win over the 49ers. That's right. That's coming up next here on Mix Shots. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back, to Mick Shots. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack exclusive benefits and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and join today. And for my uh, PSA for the day, Mm -hmm. the Dallas Zoo has closed down because there's a leopard on the loose. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you hear this? I got a notice on my phone. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It's it's, It's called a clouded leopard. It's and it's not in its cage, so they had to shut the zoo down till they find it. Did they feed him yet? Oh, I don't know about that part. <laughs> and then when we started reading about a clouded leopard, uh, it said they have two-inch canine teeth. 
So don't go to the zoo until the code blue has been removed. I wonder why I didn't get that. You visit the zoo a lot? No, no. It came up. I think it was uh, on my uh, Dallas Morning News app. Mm. Oh, that's it. That's yeah. that's the reason. By the way. So much for sports tonight on CBS 11. <laughs> we still tracking that leopard. That's exactly right. No wonder I don't have uh, sports hits at 4 and 5 <laughs> talking like, about the have a live animal. shot outside yeah, the zoo. That is a They're beautiful animal, man. Oh, you Look called at the it color. Up. You gonna show it to the rest Good of the class? Yeah, All right, there it is. Look at the color on that thing. Man. Look at the teeth on that thing. Jeez. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to mess with that. So why aren't teams called the leopards? That's a good question. Is anybody? <laughs> I was trying to think. Of I know a couple high schools. There's a Lovejoy is Lovejoy the high school. Leopards. Yep. Lovejoy. All right. All right. Uh, I can't remember what it was that you oh. teased. <laughs> I tease that everything going into this game, other than the Cowboys being 2-0 and in playoff history against Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. by the way, is uh, the last time the Cowboys won a road playoff game, which was 1992. One of the great victories in Cowboys it, history. It might be one of the best games I think I've It may be my favorite to covered. ever cover. Um other than the 94 NFC title game that they lost, the way they came back after turning the ball over the first three times they had it. But anyway, uh, Mike McCarthy is not tone deaf, and he knows what his players are hearing. Uh, all this history stuff about, you know, Tom Brady 7-0 and against the Cowboys, you know, the Cowboys – uh, you know, haven't gotten or haven't won a divisional playoff game and this and that. And then the fact that since it's been 30 years since they won a road playoff game, 1992, San Francisco. So what he did, he said in a team meeting, he got 10 players who had baby pictures in 1992 to emphasize how long ago <laughs> that was. That's not bad. That's not bad. And he put them like up. He, they put them up. On <laughs> Only the, 10 players on, on the, the team screen. that were born before 1992. Is that or, or in 1990. You know, okay. it would be in a, before, before that, that game. game. And there was an 11th, by the way. Jason Peters was 10 years old. <laughs> oh, Lord. But he had a beard. I, so that it, yeah. that I think somebody said when we, when we walked off, somebody said, yeah, Peters was probably out there with a cigarette in his mouth. That's funny. But, but That's he, they, funny. he put him up to explain. Well, you forget know. about Peters. Tom Brady was 15. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, it, to explain how long ago that was and that, that history is is not on your oh, shoulders. That's so funny. And you know, and I thought Michael Parsons was good about it. He said, you know what? I he basically said, I can control today, I can't control history. So uh, that doesn't have any you know, effect on me. No one's talked about it much, but you know, you can be inspired by uh, other games. I mean, let's just look at the Green Bay Detroit game. Right. We hadn't talked about that much at all. Mm-hmm. It was set up for history to repeat itself. Like it has over and over again with the, with the Lions, right? With Rodgers with Rogers the ball versus at the, the Lions at the end. Yes, I mean that it was all set up for you know Aaron Rodgers to to show everybody that how wrong they were, how smart he is. Uh, the coach himself, you know, Detroit Lions are fighting history. 
of, of ineptitude. And here this guy, they come out and they say, screw that. They blitzed the hell out of Aaron Rodgers. They did not care. They were aggressive the whole game. They fell behind guys in the game in Green Bay, right? Well, that was in Green Bay. And they come back and win that ball game, and they, they made Aaron look like a just an average quarterback with, uh, I think, three interceptions that game. Well, oh, I know one was called back. Yeah. But definitely uh, into some uncharacteristic plays that uh, was all because of the, ter- the, the determination of that team. It has nothing to do with the history. They didn't give a damn about what Aaron Rodgers was all about. It was all about the Detroit Tigers, or Detroit Lions. But Detroit wouldn't have done that if they could have made the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> the, the Detroit, uh, uh, that would have uh, <laughs> that would have played a factor in it. Their history. Oh, their history. Yeah, their history, mm-hmm. yeah. Green Bay would have. All know. right, but as McCarthy said, we have no, we have zero responsibility for the San Francisco game. Mm-hmm. Meaning we didn't win that game. Mm-hmm. Could have put Kellen Moore's picture up there too. He was only four at the time in 1992. There you go. Yep. Um, How old were you in 1992? <laughs> old enough to be out there. That, that was it. Was a great week. I was out there all week covering uh, the San Francisco side of things leading up to that game at Dwight Clark's restaurant and talking to him and stuff. Anyway. What kind of restaurant did he have? Uh, just a regular. State? Sports? Yeah. Uh, it was a sports bar. That's sports what it was. Yeah. They have ever since a picture up on Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Was it was prominently <laughs> displayed. <laughs> yeah, it was on the billboard, <laughs> the marquee out front. My, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the restaurant was called The Catch. Right. <laughs> that's it's a seafood joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> There's one right in Lewis. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, I don't get a dime either. That's crazy. <laughs> that's good stuff. Oh. All right. Uh, all right. You're looking through your legal pad. I don't want to lose anything off your legal no, pad. You prepare so hard sure. for this, and just I want to make sure. I've because... got everything covered here so far. I think everything we needed to talk about, uh, I believe we've talked about. Um which will set the stage for our picks coming up in the next segment. So I, I just saw a snippet of it. The the NFL All Pro teams came. Yes, out, and I believe Micah Parsons. Micah, and this shows the media does a better job of picking the All Pro team than the players do. Yeah. Is that what you're about to say? Yeah. <laughs> Don't you dare <laughs> fix your mouth to say that. All I know is Micah said yesterday when they tried to set him up with that, he basically said, "I didn't even vote." Really? Yeah. You know what? When they do that thing with a poll like that, like NFLPA and they have the players, they should give you the percentage of players that voted. Because I guarantee you every player did not vote. And see, that's not cool. And this is that's not cool at all. Well, the main issue that everyone would have with it was the fact that that Aaron Donald, as great a player as he is, was first team defensive tackle on that player's team. Well, it said it said that you couldn't over the first 15 games, so that tells you right. when the voting went down, you couldn't And miss he played in 11 games this year. He didn't play enough games. games and didn't have enough stats to to merit yeah. it. There are more deserving players this year and as is reflected on the AP All-Pro team that was announced and running it down, Zach Martin again, first team All-Pro right guard on the team. 
Do you want me to give you the, the list or what? No, that's all right. Uh, but yeah. Micah, all right. <laughs> Everson, was... Everson wants to. I can do it real quick. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. The running backs, Josh Jacobs, tight end, Travis Kelsey. Receivers are Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, and Devontae Adams. Linemen are Trent Williams, Lane Johnson at tackles. The guards are Joel Batonio and Zach Martin. The center, Jason Kelsey. That's Defense. The, that was the NFLPA one, basically. Yeah. Okay. Defense. Edge rushers, Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons. So Micah got it as an edge rusher over Miles Garrett, Miles who was on Garrett. the players' team. Mm-hmm. Right. Interior lineman, Chris Jones and Quinnen Williams. Quinnen Williams gets it over Aaron Donald at that position. Linebackers are Fred Warner, Roquan Smith, and Matt Milano. Corners, Sauce Gardner, who was not on the players' list, and Patrick Sertan. And the safeties are Mika wow. Fitzpatrick and... Tolonga Hufunga of San Francisco. Francisco. Special teams, place kicker Daniel Carlson, punter Tommy Townsend, kick returner Keyshawn Nixon, punt returner Marcus Jones, special teamer Jeremy Reeves, and long snapper Andrew DiPaolo. So those special teams was all different. Yeah, they were all different. And uh, Turpin made it on the players' team. Mm -hmm. So, and I have to double-check this, but I think when I was doing my deal with the fan, uh, they pointed out that uh, Parsons would have been the only de- Cowboy defensive player to make All-Pro in his first two years. Did you not make it your rookie year? No, not All-Pro. You made Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Yeah. So that that I thought spoke volumes. Mm-hmm. If you consider how great defensive players have, and that's always where I would start my argument with Darren Woodson going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, that he leads this team that has had so many great defensive players in tackles. And there were... It's, it's not sexy. I, I, I mean... It, the, the stat isn't. Yeah, the stat is not sexy. Yeah. And it, unfortunately. More than Bob Lilly, more than yeah. Randy White, yeah. all those defensive it's, players. It's, unfortunately, that's that's that does not... And see, that's where... The, the press sometimes can, can be a little bit uh, distant. You know, they don't realize just Ignorant. how important that is, you know, to, to lead the team in tackles. Yeah. It's just not sexy. Interceptions are one thing. Tackles from a safety. And not only did he lead them in total tackles, he led them in total special teams tackles for a career. Oh, they're definitely not looking at that. Right? They're, they're not Avizano would not let him off special teams. Yeah. So, that, anyway. that's That's something that – in-house has to take care of. If, if, if you're a, a, a management with Dallas Cowboys or part of marketing or whatever it is, get that out there. That needs to be known. Well, that's why. Not they, everyone knows that, Last Spags. week they had the press conference with Woody and DeMarcus Ware. They should have done that years ago with, for, for Woody. Yeah. I mean, and that's, you know, I mean, we're so, we, we live so much on, on our laurels. We don't understand there are other guys that that is, have exhibited greatness that needs to be recognized. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Woody, Woody is one of them. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. All right. We have our picks to click. And who wins on Monday night when we come back on Mix Shots? We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) 
Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Cape Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, capepostcompany.com. All right. This is our last uh, time to convene before Monday night. And a reminder, we can, well... Everson and I can, since <laughs> Mickey will be in Tampa. I could call we in. Could, I am planning to be at the free wild card watch party <laughs> on Monday at Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium. And uh, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders will be there. Rowdy will be there. Gates open at 5.30, kickoff at 7.15. If someone will pay them some more money, Everson will be there. Yes, for more will, baby. Visit DallasCowboys.com <laughs> slash 2022 playoffs. 5.30, Miller Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium, the free wild card watch party. See, I'm not... I'm not the person that won't be here. The person that won't be here that we can't have a show is Chris Beam. Producer Supreme. He won't be here. What you doing, Chris? He'll be in Tampa. Oh, he'll be with you. Uh, could, that's, okay, you're, that's we what could you're, do. You, we could do a show from Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> well. There one, is no shows on Monday. No so. shows on Monday yes. because there are pregame shows. Pre-games and people are working later yeah, on Monday. That's right. So. But we'll be here Tuesday okay. to preview the next round of the playoffs. We'll probably just be, That's getting, right. we'll just be getting in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. It's time to make our picks to click and our picks for the game. And I'll just preface this by saying. Did you get gas today? I made a trip to the oh gas station. No. <laughs> yes, that I did. That ain't going to work out so well. Where, what do you where, mean? Where's Nate from Frisco when you need know <laughs> Where is Nate? What do you mean it's not going to work out so well? Well, I. Because it hasn't yet. You know what? I, I worked out for the national championship game, I believe. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't get enough gas. <laughs> Remember, I told you is I told you it was going to be more fifty four sixteen the sixteen uh-huh. gallons you put in. Well, That's right. I had a problem with that uh, little equation. 
when I filled up this week. Hmm. Oh, you did. Yeah. Uh, so you did. Uh, so did. it went through your mind. <laughs> it okay, went through my mind. I looked at it. Do not give him the satisfaction spag. And it came. <laughs> Please up, don't, man. And it came up forty nine dollars flat. <laughs> <laughs> forty nine to nothing. And that was with just just pulling off the. Handle it. I usually try to spontaneously get, yeah. get it to yeah. zero zero yeah. just because mm-hmm. I right. yeah. mess around with all the mm-hmm. sense in it. So I said, like Yeah, when you if balance I did your this, chest. It's not like he's writing down. <laughs> yeah, right. Forty nine. I balance your credit I don't card. Five plus eight. I mean, forty nine you know. to nothing's not going to work today. Oh man! All right, so Everson, kick us off. All right, of course you know I'm I'm pulling for these Cowboys to win this. We start talking about the two-score lead. That's going to keep the Cowboys cushion where it needs to be. I'm looking at us 28 to 17, Cowboys winning, and I'm I'm taking the chance because every time I pick someone, he's he's uh, on the injured list or something by the time practice is over. So I'm looking at my dude Fresno, Fresno State, my man Bland, been balling. Coming back from the chest injury, I look for him to to ball out in the slot and get at least one interception. At least one interception. At least one interception and at least two PBUs. So what was your score again? 28-17 Cowboys. 28-17 Cowboys. Mm -hmm. All right, very good. Deron Bland, 28-17 Cowboys. Mickey, are you next? I can go next. Always. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give them that much cushion. Um, I'm going Cowboys 27-22. 22? Where'd that come from? Oh, it'll, this'll be a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be a two-point conversion involved there. Well, there'll be field goals. And All over the place. Attempts for two-point mm-hmm. conversions that don't work. And So who's going to have the ball last? Uh... They are going to get the monkey off their back. And the guy that's going to do it or help do it, because I don't think Tom Brady is afraid of anything, and he's going to use all his wide receivers, it's going to be Trayvon Diggs. Mm, okay. Because they, he's not going to shy away from th- – if he's following Mike Evans, you I think sure he's going to – I thought about that, Spags. You think that he's not going to throw I that sure way? I guarantee that. you he's, he's going to test him. him. Absolutely. Yes. And so Brady down five will have the ball to end the game? Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. And the Cowboys will make a play? They will make a play to stop Wow, him. that will be an exciting game. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, take that, history. <laughs> All right. How many points did the Cowboys average over that nine-game stretch? I believe 36. 36. Okay. You know, I decided when I went to the gas station that <laughs> the score will be somewhere in the 30s. Okay. You so I went ahead and yeah, I didn't fill up the whole way. If I filled up the whole way, it would be 75 gas. to something. And so that would be impractical. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is very practical. This is the final score right there. If you can see it, if I got it lined up right on the camera. And can you see that? Can you see that? 35-30 is your final score. (laughs) The Cowboys are winners over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Five-point game, just like you. How did you arrive at this this 35-30? 
I decided I was going around the 30s. Like, no, I decided the score is going to be around 35 points mm-hmm. because the Cowboys averaged 36 over that nine-game stretch. And what was the score when Carolina, when Tampa Bay played Carolina a couple of weeks ago and they were clicking in that game? It was 30 to 24. Mm-hmm. And so there it is 35 30. Cowboys are winners. And my pick to click one of the newest Cowboys. Xavier Rose. Rose. No, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, you said the newest Cowboys. No, I said one, said of one of the of newest. T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. Will score a touchdown in this game. Okay, so this dawned on me because I remember looking at their scores through the season, mm-hmm. and I said, well, how many points has that team scored this year? They've only scored a lot. 313. <clears throat> Divided by 17 comes to 18 points a game. That's it. Well, they had 19 of us. First game. Right? That's yeah. right. They're right at the average. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they get 19, that's what I should have done. Like 27 19. Mm-hmm. You can all, too late. You, yep, too nope, late. Too, too late. late. Nope. <laughs> that's it. Vault it's sealed. sealed. Done. Uh, all right. Vault is but sealed. they haven't scored that many points. <laughs> no. No. That's um, why I tell you that defense for them is extremely important. They're going to give him as many opportunities as they can. Trust me. That's why they our, have. our offensive line, our offensive line needs to be the MVPs of this game. They have lost more games than they've won. Yeah. yeah. And if we threw out the 17th, then they were a 500 team, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody beat them. Yeah, a few people. Right? <laughs> and I think six of those wins were by six points or fewer for Tampa Bay. Which is the scary thing because that means their defense is balling. So they have won. How many did you say? Six. I or think less? six. Six. Six points or less. Six wins. Twenty-one, fifteen, sixteen, thirteen, seventeen, sixteen, nineteen, sixteen, and thirty twenty-four against Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, and it was Carolina was able to run the ball a little bit on them. Just a little bit. Not as good as they were against the previous week, but just enough to keep them off balance. I think one of the things they, which really stood out to me was the fact that Fournette has caught 73 passes this mm-hmm. year. So he didn't, he, he didn't light it up running except probably in that Cowboys game. But he – 73 passes. And, and once again, guys, you can look at numbers all you want. It's all about when you make those yards. It's all about are you moving the chain. Right. If you move the chain, then I'll take a two-yard average. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. If we're moving the chain every 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 third and two. Which then means I'm, you're I'm keeping with Brady that. off the That's field. That's right. right. That's right. And if, it, in their case, they want to keep our offense off yeah. the field as well. It's interesting Fournette hadn't been on their injury report. He's been he's been battling stuff. Late in the season. Well, yeah, I, early in the season, I too. thought I saw mm-hmm. in here on their starting lineup, they had uh, the other running back. Rashad White? Yes, listed as the starter. He mm-hmm. had a stomachache. He's so doggone. He was thick this year. Mm. All right. Well, that does it. 
For your preview of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game on Monday night, and uh, Mickey will be there. We will be back here on Tuesday. And again, that free watch party at the stadium, Miller Lighthouse at AT AT&T Stadium, 530 on Monday. Enjoy the game, everybody, and we will shout at you again on Tuesday at noon. Go Cowboys. For sure. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?